بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوانه وأنصاره We talked about رياضة which is a sort of self-disciplining or sort of educating ourselves a sort of spiritual practice so that we can have control over our soul or spirit We said the late Khaja Nasiruddin Tusi in his book Awsaf al-Ashraf mentions three aims for Riyazah. The first was to get rid of the obstacles, barriers, chains that stop us from movement. The second is to help our reason, our aql, have control over our tempting soul. Because we said in the beginning, of course this beginning for some people may remain forever. One of my friends uh, was asked by Ayatollah Bahaudini, Rahmatullah Alayhi, why you don't wear, you know, dress of you know, Abba and Amame, why you don't, you know, dress up like Rohanis. And he said, I am, you know, a beginner. I am at the beginning. He said, maybe forever you remain as beginner. This does not mean that, <laughs> because sometimes, you know, you study maybe 20 years, 30 years, still you are at the first step. So, in the beginning, which... This beginning may, for some people, be their also terminal, the final point. Our soul is tempting us to do bad things. So we need to resist against that, to prohibit our soul, as the Quran said, we talked last night. وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَّهَا الْحَوَى This needs practice. It's very difficult. But the more you resist, the more power you have. The more you obey your soul, the less power you have. It's very much changing. You may have heard the story of that person who had an encounter with Satan. And he was able to defeat Satan. But this repeated in the coming you know, days, and this was not as easy as in the past. And finally, he was defeated by Satan. And I think once Imam Khomeini mentioned this, uh, if I don't make mistake, this is in Hadith. This person was ignoring his Salat. And by ignoring his Salat, or somehow not paying enough attention to Salat, 
He was losing his power. In the first encounter, he was very strong and quickly, you know, jumped over the Satan. But gradually, he was weaker and weaker, and Satan was more powerful. So, this is not a sort of fixed battle. That you have your power the same, and your, you know, rival has the same power. No. This depends. The more you resist, the more power you have. The more you obey Satan or your soul, the less power you have. So, by resisting against our soul, we become more powerful. And this needs practice. Practice is very important. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in this ayah of Quran, gives us bashara, good tidings. In Surah Al-Layl, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billah min ash-shaytan rajim Amma man a'ta wa taqa wa saddaqa bil-husna fasannu yassiruhu lal-yusra. This is very good bashara. The one who is pious and gives for the sake of Allah, gives out. وَصَدَّقَ بِالْخُسْنَى And confirms goodness, believes goodness, does not deny what must be accepted. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we will make for him everything easy. Everything in his spiritual journey will become easy. In the beginning, it's very difficult. Paradise is surrounded by things that are very difficult, things that in the beginning we dislike, we are reluctant to do. This is the nature of this. In the beginning, there are many things that you don't like. On the other hand, hell is surrounded by the things that you look very enjoyable. Yeah? Watching, you know, some sort of films, you know, being in some haram majalis, drinking something, having some food from haram, may be very enjoyable. So, in the beginning, the way to hell is very easy and very enjoyable. And the way to paradise is very difficult and full of big tests. But gradually, it becomes quite opposite. The way towards Allah becomes very easy, and the way towards hell will be very difficult. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَنْ أَعْرَذَ أَنْ ذِكْرِي فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً ذَنْكَ Those who turn away from remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not only in Akhirah they will suffer. Even in this dunya they will not have any pleasure in their life. Their life will be very boring and, you know, very um, sort of, you know, embarrassing. Okay? So this is not a sort of contradiction. That we say, Hufatil nar shahawat And here we say, Man a'raza andakri fa'inna lahu ma'ishtadanka. This is quite consistent. In the beginning, you think that you are enjoying yourself. But gradually, the outcomes appear. And you see that your life 
has no value. Your relation with your family members, with your friends, with relatives has no value. So you feel that, why should I leave? Sometimes, you know, people may even commit suicide. People who are very, you know, well off, very educated, they may commit suicide because they say there is nothing really worthy in their life. But the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is quite different. In the beginning, you must be very patient. It's difficult. But day by day, it becomes easier and easier. أَمَّا مَنْ أَعْتَى وَاتَّقَى وَصَدَّقَ بِالْحُسْنَى فَسَنُيَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى We need to be patient. أَسَّبْرُ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ بِمَنْزِلَةِ الرَّأْسِ مِنَ الْجَسَدِ Patience for iman, for faith, is like head for your body. You may lose your hand. You may lose your leg. You may even lose your eyes, God forbids. But by losing your head, you cannot survive. By losing our patience, our sabr, our faith cannot survive. So we need to be patient. And definitely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promise comes true. If we strive, we struggle for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will definitely guide us. الَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِينَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا Those who struggle for our sake, we will definitely, certainly, we will show them our path. Not only we show them one way, we show them different ways, many ways. لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا Not sabil, because there is a difference between sabil and sarat. Sarat is one. Sarat is the main way. But sabil is different, you know, there are many, many sabils. So Allah will show you the best route for you. Direction is just one. We have sarat mustaqim. We don't have, you know, many sarat mustaqim. But we have different sabil. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will show us different routes. Provided that we work hard and we are patient. One of our famous ulama in Najaf, who was a great master of Irfan and at the same time a mujtahid, was Ahund Mullah Hussein Quliya Hamadani. And he was the master of Ayatollah Sayyid Ali Qazi Tabatabai, who was the master of Allah Tabatabai and Ayatollah Bahjat, this generation of ulama. This man is, you know, written in his biography that for many years he was working hard for getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and achieving, you know, piety and some sort of, uh, you know, softness in the heart. But he was feeling that for some reason he is not making any progress. Any considerable progress. And inshallah, as we will talk later, the, the next topic is hosn. This will make you very, you know, sad. Sometimes you maybe work for years and years, but you feel you are still in the same, you know, step. Sometimes, you know, a little bit high, sometimes again down. You know, Imam Sajjad, alayhi salam, in Dua Abu Hamza. says, 
why whenever I feel that I have made some progress and my soul has become good قد صلحت سیرتی و قرب من مجالس توابین مجلسی and my state is like a state of those who repent so it shows repentance is very important state you know we mentioned last year this is a big state so whenever I feel that there is some progress there is some light in my heart عرزت لی بلیتون عزالت قدمی then something happens and I make a mistake and then I lose all those things and then Imam mentions reasons for that maybe this is because you have found me absent in meeting with ulama this is very important that فَقَدْتَنِي مِنْ مَجَالِسِ الْعُلَمَا فَخَزَلْتَنِي or رَأَيْتَنِي آلِفَ مَجَالِسِ الْبَطَّالِينَ فَبَيْنِي وَبَيْنَهُمْ خَلَّيْتَنِي or you have seen I am used to meetings of gatherings of the people who have no aim in their life you know, who just waste their time so this is why maybe you have left me to myself maybe you don't like my voice so Imam mentioned different arguments but anyway this is something that happens to all of us that sometimes we work and either we don't gain anything or we gain something then we lose it so it's very possible that you feel disappointed and despaired but this is something dangerous we never should feel despair occupy our hearts and inshallah i will talk about uh, this later in the estate of raja i will talk about this we must keep working this ahund mullah hussein ali hamadani for many years he was you know in najaf studying you know he didn't have you know any attraction to the worldly you know affairs but anyway he was not feeling progress Sometimes there is, you know, some problem in our heart that locks us. We need some expert to unlock that. We don't know. Sometimes you are good mu'min, everything is okay. But you have, you know, bad temper. You quickly get angry with your, you know, children or with your, you know, husband or wife or mother or father. This enough is enough, you know, to stop you. Just, you know, bad temper. You do lots of tahajjud, lots of ibadah, but bad habit, bad, you know, temper prevents you. In bracket, I mention another thing, because this is very important about, because something that, unfortunately, many of mu'mineen lack is good akhlaq. In the sense, you know, to be kind with the people, soft with the people. And one of the things that make people able to enter paradise is good akhlaq. Ayatollah Hassanzade Amuli, you know him all. He is, alhamdulillah, alive in Hose and he is a very great man. He is faqih, he is philosopher, he is mystic, he is a mathematician, he knows astronomy, everything. And also, 
He's expert in literature. This man is very a spiritual man. He, I heard from himself, you know, speaking this. He said, when I was young, as my habit, always I went to my city, Amul, which is in northern Iran, near Caspian Sea, in Jose holidays, to have some program with the public. Because we shouldn't forget, you know, our own people. Some of the people, you know, who go for a study to Qom or, you know, Najaf, sometimes they forget their own people. But they must go and visit their own people also. So, he said, I used to go to my city and to have some lectures, different lectures. He said, after finishing my lectures, I was very tired and I went home to have some rest. Then my children made lots of noise and, you know, they were playing and making noise. I couldn't have rest. So I became angry with them. And, you know, maybe shouted at them. I don't remember exactly his word here. But because he was angry, he did something, you know, made them, you know, very sad. So he said, after that, I felt my heart is dark. Because they are in the state of muragaba. So they have, you know, control about their heart and their brain. So immediately they realize. We may, you know, for days and days, you know, get angry with the people and don't feel anything. But they realize. So he said, I felt my heart is dark. So I went and made, you know, asked, uh, for apologies to my children. Although they are my children, but I have to make them happy. He said, still my heart was dark. I went outside and bought some, you know, sweets for them. And gave them sweets. And still my heart was dark. So he said, I said I must go and see my teacher. The late Elahi, who was brother of Allah Metabatabai. So he said, I took a you know, bus something. Because he didn't have car, you know. That. So with public transportation, he... From Amul, he went to Tehran, and from Tehran, he went to uh, see uh, the late Elahi. I think he was at that time in Tabriz or Qom. So from Tehran, he went to that city. He said, I knocked the door. When the late Elahi came out, without saying anything about my problem, he said, I just had a conversation with our teacher, Ayatollah Qazi Tabatabai. And Ayatollah Qazi Tabatabai at that time was dead for many years. He said, I had just conversation with him. And he said, Aghay Hassan Zadeh, who acts like this with his children, how can he have hope for spirituality? So, you see how these people, you know, have control upon themselves and upon their students and, you know, check everything. Anyway, being, you know, angry with the people, having bad temper, with especially the people who are around us. Because, you know, for example, if I am angry or, you know, I 
acting bad with my, for example, colleague in the office. That's for a few hours. If I am bad with my customers, with my clients, that's for a few hours. But my family always are with me, and they have no other choice. They cannot escape from me. So by being bad at home, I make you know, a sort of hell for them in the house. So it's very difficult, very bad. So, we must be very careful about this. Anyway, this Ayatollah Akhun Mullah Hussein Qulli Hamadani was feeling that there is some, maybe obstacle, something, doesn't make, let him, you know, make progress. Once he was in Najaf, either in a school or in the shrine, he saw a small bird. And this bird was trying to take some bread. There was a dry piece of bread, which was very hard. And this small bird wanted to take something, you know, some piece, some bits of bread. But it was very dry. He saw that this bird tried and tried and tried, maybe tens of times. But finally, the bird could take something. So he was inspired at that time. That I must be like this bird. I am not less than this bird. I should not give up. I should try and try and try. Finally, I will reach. You have heard this, maybe, hadith that Man baban If you knock a door and you insist, finally the door will be open. You may go to some pious person, you knock once, he doesn't come. Two eyes, he doesn't come. But finally he has to come. So don't feel shy, you know, knocking the door of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't say, this is my 20th Ramadan and knock, I knocked your door, you didn't come. No, keep trying. Maybe there is some reason that you must be delayed. Maybe it's better for you if you are delayed. You don't know. So this man was inspired that he must work hard. He needs more practice. And it is very important that if you are spiritually alert, there is lesson or there are lessons for you in everything. Even a bird can inspire you. Even someone who is sinful may inspire you. Don't think that, you know, you can always be inspired only by listening to ulama or pious people or reciting Quran. No, you can be inspired by everything. If your eyes are open, your ears are open, everything can inspire you. Sometimes your enemy may say something to you, and by listening to that you realize that you must... Do something. Sometimes children tell you something. Maybe without their own knowledge. They are guiding you. There is lesson for you in everything. But if someone is not spiritually alert. Even if he recites the Quran. He does not find anything from Quran. You know sometimes we recite Quran. Part after parts. But I don't find anything related to my life. How is it possible? Quran is full of lessons, but I don't find anything in the Quran which relates to my life, something that can improve my life. This is because I am not alert. 
So, we must be very patient. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا Those who say that our Lord is Allah. And then, they, you know, hold fast to this. They keep this. They are loyal to this. استقاموا They are patient. And, you know, try to keep this, protect this. What is the result? Angels will descend to their hearts. And they will tell them that there is no fear. No reason for being in grief. And they give them the good tidings of Jannah. It's very important that angels descend to your heart. Sometimes angel, angels inspire you, talk to you. But sometimes angels descend onto your heart. Like the night of Qadr. In the night of Qadr, تَتَنَزَّلُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ وَالْرُوحُ فِيهَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ Angels and the Spirit. And this spirit is very important. What is, who is this spirit? According to some hadith, this is not Jibra'il. This is greater than Jibra'il. Khalqun a'zam in Jibra'il. The angels and Jibra'il, or according to more accurate angels and maybe Holy Spirit or anything, they descend. Where do they descend? At Heathrow? No. In the mosque? In Masjid al-Haram? No. They descend to the heart of Imam Zaman. In our age. In every age to the Ma'asum and to the Hujjah of Allah that age. But in our age, they descend to the heart of Imam Zaman alayhi salam. So all our affairs and destiny for the next year is somehow arranged between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the wali. So in the same way that angels descend here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهُ سُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا تَتَنَزَّلُوا عَلَيْهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ Angels also descend to their hearts. And they have their own qadr. Someone said something very beautiful. But I must say this in Farsi because uh, it cannot be translated. said, you ask me, when is the night of qadr? He said, agar shuma qadr bedanid, har shab shab qadr ast. Agar qadr nadani, but if I translate, it's not as sweet as that. If you appreciate, if you value, understand the value of your life, every night is night of Qadr. If you don't appreciate, even night of Qadr for you is useless. 
You can't make any in the night of Qadr. So these people, الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهُ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا They understand the privilege of night of Qadr. They experience actually. The, the other ayah is أَلَّا بِسْتَقَامُوا عَلَى الطَّرِيقَةِ لَأَسْقَيْنَاهُمْ مَاءً غَدَقًا If they were patient and they had this consistency in being on the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala certainly we would have given them abundant water لَأَسْقَيْنَاهُمْ مَاءً غَدَقًا which means knowledge. Which means piety. Doesn't mean bottled water. And normally when in your dream, if you see water, it means knowledge. If you see you are swimming, it's very good. If it is in a true dream, it's very good. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, provided that they had this consistency and patience, we would give them abundance of knowledge and, you know, piety and spirituality and mercy. So, this riyaza is very important. And riyaza, as I said last night, I ended last night with this and I end again with this. Maybe sometime in religious way, in legitimate way, Sometimes, you know, in wrong way. We are not after wrong ways. Islam itself contains everything. We don't need to supplement Islam with, you know, other things. Islam has everything. If I do our, my wajibat, if I perform my obligations, and I do mustahabat that are recommended in Islam, that would be enough. And there are certain sort of things that we must do, but those need guide. There are some general guidelines everyone can do. Like, for example, you know, praying, fasting, tahajjud. This is generally prescribed. But there are something that needs a special prescription. And if we reach that state that we need a special guide, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide us with there is a story about one of famous ulama who was contemporary to the late Ayatollah Burujerdi. And Ayatollah Burujerdi and this man, they, you know, were in the same time. And uh, sometimes it's said that Ayatollah Burujerdi, when had some problems, he wrote to this man for consultation. If there was some problems, some, you know, difficulties. This man is called Ayatollah Sayyid Jamaluddin Gulpaigani. Not this Ayatollah Gulpaigani, who was also a great man. But this is a generation, nearly, nearly one generation before. Not exactly one generation, but nearly. At least in Marja'iyah, one generation before. But not in age. So this man was 
in the beginning in Isfahan. You know, Golpaygan is a city uh, which, if you go from Qom towards Isfahan, then it's your, uh, nearly on your way. Of course, you need to make some turn, but it's between Qom and Isfahan, like a triangle. So he used to study in Isfahan. And when he was a young, you know, Talabe, his guide was, he had two guides actually. The late Jahangir Khan Qashqai, who is famous Alim. And the other person he mentions is the, let me tell you exactly. Yes, the late Ahunde Kashi. I printed this part because I wanted to exactly read for you from this. So that no one says Molana Adzin or something to make it sweeter. This is exactly what has been uh, written by, and the source is the book Ma'at Shenasi, Volume 1, by Ayatollah Sayyid Muhammad Hussein Tehrani, who was in Najaf, then in Qom, and then in Mashhad, and he's buried in Mashhad, inside Haram. So he says, when I was young in Eswahan, these two were my spiritual guides, Jahangir Khan Qashqai and Akhund Kashi. They had asked me to go every Thursday and Friday night. I mean, nights of Thursday and Friday. I mean, night before Thursday and Wednesday to a special cemetery in Esfahan, which is called Takhtefulat. Nowadays, if you go, it's inside city. In the past, it was outside city. And it's near Golzara Shohada, where is the cemetery for martyrs. Takhtefulat. And this Takhtefulat is very important because many mystics are buried there. And many people went there for Riyaza, for contemplation. So he said, my teachers asked me to go every night of Thursday and Friday to this cemetery and to reflect, to have some contemplation and worship, and then come back in the morning. So he said, my habit was to go there and for one, two hours to walk inside the cemetery and reflect. And then... I used to go to one of those rooms, which are there, you know, there are some family graves, some, you know, that they have rooms, you know. And then have some rest, and then wake up for tahajjud. And then have my salat al-fajr and go back to Isfahan. So he said once it was winter, and it was very cold, and it was snowing. So he said... As usual, I went to Takhtefulad, and then after, you know, doing my things, I went to one of those rooms. And then when I wanted to open my, uh, you know, he had a handkerchief carrying some food for himself. So when he wanted to have, you know, his food, uh, some people knocked the door and brought a dead body. That person was dead. They wanted to put him. Till morning they come for burial. 
And they brought a Qari reciter of Quran to recite Quran for this dead till morning. And they went to have, you know, their own rest. <laughs> the relatives, you know, all left. So it was this Jamaluddin Gulpaigani and that dead body and that Qari. And he wanted to have, you know, his food. Poor man. So, he said, when they put him here and the Qari started the citation of Quran, I saw angels coming and started beating this man and punishing this man. And he says, this man was crying so loudly that I felt the whole cemetery is shaking. And he said, I don't know what was his sin. What was the cause, you know, I don't know what was the bad habit or sin that he was doing. But he said that Qari was not paying any attention. He was not feeling anything. He was, you know, relaxed, reciting the Quran. So he said, I became pale, I started shaking, my body was shaking, and I couldn't speak. I just, you know, pointed to that Qari, please open the door by just pointing. I couldn't speak. I wanted to leave the room. I couldn't, you know, tolerate. So, he was not understanding. Finally, he understood and he said, you know, it's very cold. It's snowing and if you go outside, it's very cold and also it's danger. There are wild animals because it was outside city at that time. So, he said, I didn't pay any attention and with lots of difficulty, I could, you know, just take my body outside the room. And he says, before I reached Esfahan, several times I fell down. I couldn't walk properly. And for one week I was ill in my hujre, in my room in Madrasa. For one week. And the late Akhunda Kashi and Jahangir Khan was looking after me. Giving me food, says, making you know, kebab for me and putting in my mouth. After one week, I could get, gain my power. So, this is the way that these people, you know, have this practice, this riyaza. By going to symmetry, having reflection over there, and tahajjud. But this needs guide. We cannot say, okay, now every one of us goes to symmetry in the night and does this, you know, and does you know, this zek or that. First, let us, you know, do our wajibat and the things which are generally recommended. Then, inshallah, maybe in future, you know, we reach this state. But this is what these people were doing. And this man says, when he went to Najaf from Isfahan, he said, for a while, he was seeing the real picture of people, the real nature of the people. You know, what we call it, surat barzakhi So he says, it was very difficult for me. And I went to Haram and prayed and asked Imam Ali salam to help me not to see anymore the real nature of the people. Because, you know, it's very difficult. Because you see, you know, many, you know, wild animals 
it's very difficult. So he said, I pray that this will be removed. And then another thing he mentions is that in Wadiyo Salam, in Najaf, he says, once I went there for recitation of Fatiha and visiting the graves. It's very important, you know, to go to the cemetery. And in the past, they were very clever. Normally, the cemeteries were inside the city, near mosque, near, you know, central, you know, place, so that people go and, you know, visit the graves and get, you know, inspiration. But now we want to put it, you know, outside city so that we never remember dead people and deaths. And then we call it, you know, this is hygienic, you know, measure. So this man was in Wadiyo Salam and said it was very hot. So I went under some, uh, you know, roofed place. And I took away my imama and I also, you know, removed my abba so that I could have some, you know, rest. And he said, I saw a group of people coming with very bad dress, you know, torn and sorn out dress. And very ugly, you know, faces. And they asked me for help. They said, please you do shafa'ah for us, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish us. And he said, I shouted at them and said, in dunya you didn't listen to what was being told to you. You were arrogant people. He said, they, these were a group of rich Arab people who were very arrogant and playing, you know, you know, paying no attention to the people. So he said, I told them, you know, I don't do anything for you because you didn't listen, you know, to any advice and said, Beravid, go arrogant people, go away. So this was the way, you know, he was able to see all these things. And there are other things that, inshallah, in the coming nights. So, it is very important not to feel tired or disappointed. Keep going, and inshallah, certainly a day will come that, inshallah, you will see that how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very kind and merciful to you, and inshallah, you will be certainly satisfied. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى إِنْشَاءَ وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا أَنَ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِ